You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today we return to the monthly series, City Farming, in which we discuss new ways to think about food systems in urban settings. This show will talk about composting for businesses located in the city and turning waste into resources. It's my sincere pleasure to introduce to you Matt Robertson, founder of Village Compost. Welcome, Matt. Hello. Great to be here. Wonderful to have you. Matt, how long has Village Compost existed and what's its mission? My wife and I began running Village Compost in 2013. Initially, at the early onset, it was a small composting operation where we would be processing food waste in uh, a local farm field. And we ran it as a family for several years, including our infant daughter that would come along for the pickups. It was fun that way, but uh, we've grown in size and we've expanded quite a bit and we now take it to a composting facility. Um, And that sort of ties into our mission is to reduce the amount of waste going to a landfill and produce a quality soil amendment uh, from what was once considered garbage. Wow, that's such a cool story. You know, a person with an idea, a family, you said young daughter and how you've grown it from there. So not just a growing daughter, but a growing business, which is all good news mm-hmm. and and a real purpose. We're also happy you stuck with it. Uh, Matt, I love the title, uh, Village Compost. And I'm really curious about the word village and why it's village instead of city compost or urban compost. There must be a story behind that. There is, Peggy, yes. The business started out with a really hyper-local clientele within the Worley Village. Uh, we discussed change the name, but like the feeling and the connectivity to the village. Uh, the Worley Village is our uh, home as well. It's our community. Uh, people know and support each other here, and um, it's less anonymous than referring to a city composting or, you know, neighborhood. So it adds that connectivity to the clients, and the business has grown through that. Yeah, and it makes sense. I also like the poetic significance. You know, we hear it takes a village to raise a child or a village to do whatever in it. It takes a village to save the planet because it's going to be one community at a time, mm-hmm. um, one local movement at a time. And I think that's really cool. So I love the title, Village Compost. Matt, what are the range of services that you offer to our region's businesses? Mm-hmm. We provide green waste pickup to homeowners, multi-unit residential buildings, restaurants, retirement homes, cafes. We support their initiatives to divert waste from the landfill to turn that back into soil by providing them the bins, both interior and exterior, to collect and then ultimately compost that food waste that they're creating. We pick up weekly from these businesses and homeowners and provide them um, a connection to uh, doing something positive for the, the environment, but also for their people in their their business per se, that they get that connection as well to, you know, earth, nature, and knowing that the waste is going back to, back to soil. Yeah, there's a whole, uh, we hear about the circular economy and how, you know, what's the new life of something once you've actually used it. And I think you've uh, done such a great job of showing us all how that can happen from, you mentioned green waste. So what do you mean by green waste? Yes, thank you. Green waste is sort of a generic term that's used, you know, goes along with the green bin, but we consider it almost it's any organic matter that can be broken down and turned back into soil. So that can be as broad as, you know, any any paper product, pretty much 
outdoor leaf products as well. This is can be garland from, you know, the holiday season. This can be pumpkins from, um, you know, the fall. Um, and of course, any food scraps that come out of the kitchen as well. So green waste is sort of the generic term of, of what can be broken down and turned back into, into soil or compost. Just to expand a little bit more on the business side, Matt, how do businesses turn waste into resources? I loved that line. Um, mm-hmm. It's a real tagline. So can you tell us more about that? So the green waste that we pick up is converted to compost and then is applied to farm fields to produce food for the region and beyond. Within a 14-day period after we've collected the organic waste from a retirement home or a cafe or a restaurant, that, that, that then gets trucked to a facility that breaks the organic matter down and turns it into a fine-grade compost. This is then picked up by local farmers for agricultural use. That's really great. And it would be really high-quality, really nutrient-dense, something that would really be um, very useful um, when we start thinking about uh, farmland and renewable um, practices that we can work together, the urban area where you're collecting and, and creating this high quality compost that it's not, well, cities will take care of their green, uh, waste and, and farmers will do what they can with their ger- regenerative agriculture. I love the idea of farmers and urban working together. So that's a really cool model that you've got there. Composting and managing organic waste, it can kind of be a technical area. So can you explain in in really simple terms, Matt, how businesses managing their organic waste through programs like yours at Village Compost, how does it decrease greenhouse gases? How how does that process work? So emissions from Canadian landfill sites count for approximately 24% of our national methane emissions. And what happens here is that methane is a potent greenhouse gas 28 to 36 times more effective than CO at trapping heat in the atmosphere over a 100-year period. This comes to slow the breakdown of organic waste. Across Canada, around 30% of this is captured for reuse, but the London facility burns 100% of the methane it captures. In addition, once the finished compost is returned to the land, it increases the level of organic matter in the soil. This actually supports the soil food web to draw CO2 down into the soil thus reducing greenhouse gases even further. All right, makes sense. So we want it to remain close to the earth and utilized by life on earth and not caught in the the stratosphere. That's exactly right. One of the other things that uh, I noticed on your website is a dialogue about landfill. And it's a difficult subject and we all have our attention on that. And can you expand on the urgency to keep food and organic waste out of landfill sites? So as we just discussed, there is the issue of methane gas production from organic waste in landfills. But keeping green waste out of the landfill also vastly increases the lifespan of these facilities. Currently, more than 60% of the waste going to a landfill is biodegradable and could be diverted. So that means we can double the lifespan of existing sites by diverting this organic waste. And nobody wants to live near a landfill or have one in their backyard. They're costly to build. They can take up good farmland. And extending the the year lifespan from the landfill is good for taxpayers, it's good for the environment, and it's good for the community. Sounds like it. And and all those reasons you just mentioned, I I didn't think, I know there's landfills, but obviously they were something else before that. They might have been farmland or they might have been utilized for other purposes. I love the message that you provide at Village Compost with, let's keep things at a landfill. So one of the things I also really appreciated when I was researching for the show, Matt, was your local approach. So it's local collection and local composting. So at Village Compost, you're not uh, transporting waste far 
far away uh, to be dealt with somewhere else or someone else's problem. Can you tell us more about this and why it's the ideal model? So one of Village Compost mission is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And by trucking waste for hundreds of kilometers for processing doesn't line up with this goal. By collecting the organic waste sort of at the local level and keeping that within the municipality, we're reducing emissions by not trucking, but then also keeping emissions out of the landfill itself. So the idea is that we're reducing transportation costs, um, we're reducing vehicles on the road and, and wear and tear as well. Right. And you had talked earlier about how it's a resource. It's a real valuable resource to farmers. So it kind of keeps the local economy and the local production and consumption strong. So it's that win, 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 win we've been hearing about. I think that emerged in uh, business talk in the 80s, but we're actually seeing it here at Village Compost. That's great. Your work is deeply rooted in in renewal, Matt. Um, a new life for waste, a healthier planet, and a brighter future for our human family. I'd love to know what is one of your most rewarding experiences in the work that you do? We've serviced daycares in the past, and um, I can really tell the children love to get involved in the sorting of organic waste. It uh, For adults, it's maybe a bit more training is involved, but when it comes to kids, they just get the idea the apple you know, core goes in the uh, compost bin, the green bin. And really the, the, the future generations understanding the difference of of what happens when waste gets thrown out or not per se put in its place. And I, I would have to say one of my most rewarding experiences, watching kids um, connect with the sort of circle of life and um, knowing that they're making a difference at that small level, but then bring that back to their home, back to their lives, connecting with nature at a, at a basic level. That, that's really beautiful that it's not something they'll question. It's just going to be part of what's normal. You mm-hmm. you put uh, green waste in this bin and other things you try to conserve. And it's just a worldview that will emerge. And so whether that's as citizens making choices in your home or whether that's supporting policy, uh, federal or, or international or other policy, that it's just part of um, what is uh, going on in their worlds today. And that's just such a great story and so inspiring. Thank you so much for that, Matt. Thank you. After the break, we'll talk about the social contributions of businesses that manage waste through composting services with Matt Robertson, founder of Village Compost. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, home economist. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back to Food for the Future. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist, and we've been speaking with Matt Robertson, founder of Village Compost, about the ways businesses can manage organic waste to help in both environmental and social ways. Matt, your website talks about composting being empowering because it provides a meaningful connection. And you mentioned connection a few times before the break. Why is it important to reflect on the personal and social significance of environmental stewardship? That's a great question. And, you know, a lot of the environmental problems that we're facing on our planet right now can seem daunting, but it's important for people and businesses to feel like they have the ability to make change. And composting is a very, can be a small step to make a big difference. By diverting organic waste from landfills, it has big benefits. The local food movement has been growing in recent years, and I think local composting fits in really well with closing the loop on regional food systems. It's a different mindset to see organic waste as a useful product that can cycle back to grow more food and nourish our communities rather than sit in a landfill site as garbage and create leachate. Um, Leachate is another byproduct of, of, 
uh, food waste going into the landfill and sort of contaminating the site itself. I love that it's this concept of abundance, not scarcity, that we look at garbage as a resource. Isn't that a new idea? I think entrepreneurs would call it a disruptive concept because it interrupts our thinking. And so I, I agree with you. There is something really empowering there. And whether it's, you know, we hear about that, that sort of single drop creating a ripple effect, whether that's the domino effect, but I, I'm thinking also about the, uh, the starfish sort of parable. I'm, I'm not sure it's origins. Um, there's all this, these starfish on the beach and little boys, you know, throwing in the starfish and back into the water. And, uh, someone comes along and, and looks down the shoreline and says, there's, there's millions of these starfish and you'll never do anything about it. You can't make a difference. Difference. And and he looked at the individual saying this picks up one starfish, throws it back in the water and said, you know what, I made a difference to that one. And I think that that fits with I made a difference in, in this garbage bin, in this community, in, in this waste management strategy, um, and we're going to take it from there. And it is, in other words, empowering, I think is very, very strong and a good one. And I love Village Compost website, Matt. It's It really is inspirational. And I particularly like your Look Who's Composting page. And can you tell us more about that? Certainly. Some of our clients have been with us for over 10 years, and others are new to the table, but all share the similar philosophy of they want to do the right thing. And and they also want to have a strong presence as community players in London. So uh, a lot of village compost success comes back to their our clients and their desire to to do the right thing. So we have to give them a lot of uh, support. And we do that by acknowledging the amount of diversion that they have sort of achieved uh, each year. We relay back to our clients about the volume that they've diverted from the landfill. And this allows them to put it in perspective about how much is actually ending in the right spot. In the green economy, you know, consumers are looking to buy from companies whose values, um, you know, align with their own. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But the fact that you report back and say, well, here's how much we've recovered and here's the impact it's had. I know there's a lot of corporate social responsibility um, reports and that helps with funding and and uh, shareholders or really just reporting back to the community and other accountabilities that businesses have. So what a great partnership that you're offering at Village Compost to help them by giving the reports, not just picking up the waste. I think that's really great. And so back to my point on sustainability being on the top of many consumers' minds and the that people are purchasing from businesses whose values align to their own. How can businesses join your uh, group at Village Compost uh, with all the leaders that are already there doing their part? That's a simple one. They just need to reach out to me. My email is matt at villagecompost.com and I'd be pleased to discuss composting options for them to get started. Okay, great. And also, you've got a great website. So Village Compost, I know your contact information is there. People are driving and didn't quite catch that. Just remember the website Village Compost and uh, check out Matt's contact information there. But if you were writing it down, definitely connect in because there's a lot of great work being done at Village Compost. So in the show, Matt, we are always trying to bring the humanities forward to today's food dialogue. So history, philosophy, creativity. How do these approaches relate to Village Compost? Historically, organic waste was seen as a resource and was all put to good use. People were given pay to collect night soil, which was the sort of AKA excrement because it enhanced soil and food production. Our mentality has moved towards a more disposable lifestyle, but but really we're seeing it needs to somewhat switch back to one that values this important resource stream. 
Yeah. And so creativity is really part of that. How can we be creative and achieve those ends, but also a philosophy. It's a concept of a way of life, not just for our own and not just in this time and place, but for the future. Um, looking back at one day, this will be ancestry that we emerge forward from. And so I think that's really a great point to make from a humanities perspective. And so thank you for making it, Matt. This show is called Food for the Future, as you know, and uh, and listeners obviously know. But I'd like to know how businesses that compost their waste help us find the way forward together. So in order to create a sort of a sustainable society, we need to move forward in a circular economy. Creating smaller regional food systems from growth to processing to consumption and then to organic waste, sort of being set back to the land for more food production is a big part of that. Right. So a lot of the points that you've, you've already made that we see new life in something that might be viewed as something that's uh, no longer of use. So uh, the green waste, uh, but the ingenuity to s- sort of have an idea, I'm going to start composting, I'm going to create a business, I'm going to do it this way, I'm going to attract the funding and the customers and all of that, that that's such a cool thing. And I think it is part of our future local solutions for global change. That's something we love to hear about on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, and in the product, of course, the the renewable nature of what it is you do is wonderful. Do you have any final thoughts for us, Matt, to share with our listeners? Well, I would just like to sort of impart with the listeners that um, the first step to composting is very simple. Um, You can do it in your backyard. You don't need necessarily um, much equipment or anything else, really. It can just be a simple compost heap, and uh, you're able just to add your organic waste and um, some brown matter to that. And with a bit of, you know, sun, wind, and water, that will eventually break down and turn it into soil. So there's a lot of online resources you can reach out to and uh, composting in your backyard or on your uh, porch at an apartment uh, is all doable and uh, it doesn't take much space at all and it really simplifies some of your life in terms of where to put what wonderful wonderful and i i know london's working on a green bin program and uh, we're staying tuned for that but uh the composting can happen um right now so you've got some really good ideas about how that could happen and certainly businesses if you um uh go to a coffee shop that you love if you go to a restaurant or you had mentioned long-term care facilities flower shops if you are a patron of any of those um, look and see if they're composting and if not definitely remember the show and let them know that matt and everyone at village compost is out there so thank you very much for that matt and really for all that you do it, it really is visionary i'm very happy that it's here local right in our region and also uh communities across the province and the nation and we do have listeners outside of Canada that you've inspired, I'm sure many people. So thank you very much for everything that you do and uh, all the team at Village Compost and to all your partner businesses for working really hard every day and making sure that we have a brighter future for us all. Peggy, thank you for speaking with me. And it was a pleasure to highlight some of the benefits of composting. And, And we look forward to making London a greener city. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Matt. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Matt Robertson, founder of Village Compost, about urban businesses turning waste into resources by composting. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you support businesses who compost their waste? Something to do, visit villagecompost.com to learn more about the ways urban businesses are managing waste and much more. Next week on the show, we return to the series Back to the Future. We'll be speaking with Minister Lisa Thompson, 
from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs about the Grow Ontario strategy. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.